Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. A little bit sad today. Why? Coming birthday, off your birthday big birthday. hangover, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't my birthday. It was a pain in the ass day because I had to explain to... You really didn't have to explain it to 200 people, though. You know how many people... There was people a lot of people that... I have talked to that have said, why doesn't he just buy in? Yeah. Just like, celebrate it. He's fighting it all day. It's not my birthday. So much energy. It's not my birthday. We t- like tweets. Yep. It's not my birthday. Facebook constant. Every comment. It's not my birthday. Grant changed my birthday so many times on Facebook that they locked it. Now I can't change it. At some point you just got to buy it. In the hallways, running around. It's not my birthday. He loves it. Yeah. And everyone's like, I don't know why. Is it two birthdays? He's got a cake. He got a party. Yeah. Grant and I are already planning your April 5th Facebook party for next year. Exactly. I hope you like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> These are such doorknobs. We got the big mouse booked and everything. Yeah. It's going to be a party. We're doing the show live from Chuck E. Cheese. I don't want to ruin the surprise. Now it's but we're doing this. We're doing the show live from Chuck E. Yep. Cheese next April 5th. The locker room topic of the day. It's running errands the other day, and I was at a stoplight, and I'm behind a vehicle, and um, I remember thinking to myself, "I bet that person smokes." <laughs> they weren't smoking at the time. No, no, they weren't. You I were couldn't just like, see. I was smoker. behind them, yeah. And it just—I'm like, that's the kind of car a guy that smokes drives. Yeah. And I was like, I need to get beside. To, to see if I'm right. Yeah. Right? And um, so I drive up to them. The light goes green. I drive up beside them, and I sort of, not trying to be obvious, but out of the corner of my eye, I take a look. And it's, I think it's either a Buick Century or a Park Avenue. I'm leaning more, it's an older car. Not right? a LeSabre? Like a sedan. No, not a LeSabre. And, and it, it looks like a car someone drives and that they'd yep. be smoking. And it was oddly, it was a younger woman. Like she was like in her early thirties. Okay. Right. And she wasn't smoking. And I was like, oh, damn, disappointing. Wrong. And then as I am getting past her, I look back vaping. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, I'm half, you're right. half right. Yeah. I'm Maybe trying right. to get off the darts. Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking as far as a topic goes for this morning. What vehicle do you think people who smoke most likely drive? For me, it's the Buick Century. See, I was going to say Buick LeSabre. Oh, but I think I'm only biased because um, my friend Sam is smokes all the time. Like when he's driving, he's got a dart in his mouth and he drives a Buick LeSabre. What is, okay, maybe it's, so maybe it's just a Buick the, thing. Maybe it's the Buick sedan. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, if you see somebody drive up in a silver Buick sedan yeah. from, like, the early 2000s or even the late 90s, they're darting it. <laughs> <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What vehicle do people who smoke most likely drive? Uh, Rich said it has to be a four-door Chevy Cobalt. <laughs> you know what? Because didn't that the Cobalt feel... took over for the Cavalier, right? Okay, so yeah. So it's like a family of smokers. It's like it, a generational and thing. And that's a sedan, too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm the pretty sure the Cobalt sedan. took over for that. So. Yes, yes. The locker room topic of the day. What vehicle do people who smoke most likely drive? Red Beard said definitely 93% of Ford Ranger owners smoke. Okay. The Ford Ranger, the little truck, yeah. Not not on my radar, no? but, but I, I will keep an eye out for I, that. I think it's something about those little trucks. The smaller truck. Yeah. I like the smaller trucks. I also like those. You also like smoking. I, I would. <laughs> if you, you know don't what? do it, but. If, if I'm going to get the Ranger, I'll get back hard on the darts. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What vehicle do people who smoke most likely drive? This one's come in a couple times. Devin saying it. Uh uh, as well as, um, we had another one here, the Chrysler 300. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the thing with the, the Chrysler 300, though, it's it's not just a, a, a gangster poser car. Yeah. It's also a guy, I'm trying to, ex- I, know a, I know a guy that that was the, the car he wanted. That had the Chrysler but 300. But he, he's, not, he's not a gangster. Yeah. Like, he's not... He's not going to the mall looking like Eminem. No. Right? He just really liked that car, and he was a bit of a nerd. Mm-hmm. So I, there's that angle on the Chrysler 300. Because it was kind of designed to look like, I can't remember what car now, like a high-end luxury car, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I could see that. But, yeah, yeah but it, it definitely is the, you know, Edmonton, I'm, you know, I'm from the hood. <laughs> And I'm gonna. I want to. I want to roll with the boys. Yes, Bentley. I'm. I'm gonna roll with the boys this weekend, <laughs> and I really like Snoop Dogg. And we're gonna roll down to the mall. And yeah, yeah. Get buy a some new juice. Buy some new sweatpants. <laughs> and a straight brim hat. Yes. The locker room topic of the day. And again, we're doing what vehicle do you think people who smoke most likely drive? Carrie uh, said, "I drive to Leduc every day." By far, um, the people that I see smoking the most are driving white Ford F-150 company fleet trucks. Okay. Yeah, the work truck. Yeah, the work truck. And um, for some reason, white F-150s too. Well, because they always get the... They just right. generic white when you get a work yeah. truck, right? Yeah, yeah. Because well, and- they're they're also easier to uh, put your logos and stuff on it. They pop a little bit better if you have the. You know truck. what's interesting about color too, right? Like you can actually stereotype a vehicle, the type of car vehicle that somebody gets, and 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 the type of personality they are. Mm-hmm. You really, really can. Um, it's funny because we always joke about the black Dodge Ram. Now, yeah. if I see which has somebody come in as well, which has come in, but mm-hmm. they're more likely to vape. Oh, they're vapors. The, the Dodge Ram truck drivers are more like they're bigger vapors. I find, <laughs> like I, you see that that big rolling smoke blasting out of the the side window. Yes, right. That's that's a vapor. The locker room topic of the day. Ron said. Uh, 
The old Dodge Caravan with the mismatched wheels. Yeah. He said the more different rims, the higher the percentage of smokers. <laughs> Ryan McQueen said something similar to he said the, the minivans that uh, minivans. look like they have no other use but hauling large amount of bottles to the depot. <laughs> and now another world famous locker room Twitter poll. Alright. So I have more than a couple of Leaf fans. And Leaf fans are starting to get well, a little they're annoying. Everywhere. They're starting to get a little annoying right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Right uh, now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are more annoying, Leaf fans or Habs fans? <coughs> I find Habs fans more annoying. I think Leaf fans are a little more like realistic to like... They'll laugh about their team losing in the first round more. Yeah, I think Habs fans are maybe a little more delusional. Me, they're both fairly delusional. Yeah, every fan group, every every team has a a, a fan group like a hardcore that's unbearable. Yeah, like if you go to any city, it's if you true. go to Buffalo, every, Sabres, yeah. Hazard, like it doesn't matter where you go. Like we've got them here, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, other um, fans, we can be very delusional here in Edmonton. Absolutely, we can. The thing that I um, I did yesterday, and, and I did it on purpose because I kind of wanted to quiet the Austin Matthews conversation, best player in the league. Mm-hmm. Listen, I agree. Austin Matthews is phenomenal, and he's having a great year. He is not the best player in the <laughs> league. If you take everybody in Canada and go, all right, who's your first pick? Who are you taking? You get to build your you're own building, team. You're the GM of the, the Tabor Cornheads. No one's taking Austin Matthews' first pick. No one. No. Everybody is taking Connor McDavid. I don't care what team you cheer for, you're taking Connor McDavid. So I put a Twitter poll out, and you can go vote on it. It's still got quite a few hours left. It's here. got six hours left. You almost got a thousand votes on this one. Who's the best player in the NHL? Yeah. Uh, in last place out of the four is Nathan McKinnon. Well, that's Assume surprising. Only got three percent of the vote. Yeah, yeah. And then it's Milan Lucic, which twelve percent. By the way, I put that on there for comedy. <laughs> Flames fans. And then uh, with thirty-two percent of the vote, Austin Matthews, and number one, Connor McDavid, with fifty-one percent so far. Yeah, and he'll stay there. Mm-hmm. And I could leave that up for seven weeks, <laughs> and it would stay there. Yeah. All right. But go put a vote in um, because the Leaf fans are starting to get a hold of this. I'm seeing a lot of people from <laughs> Ontario to start to way. share it. Yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Self-love is a good thing, but self-awareness is more important. You need to once in a while go, oh, I'm kind of a hole. You have to have that thought once in a while or you're a psychopath. Louis. You know, like when you say to a friend of yours, you're, you're being a hole. And they're like, no, I'm not. Well, it's not up to you. If you're an or not, that's up to everybody else. You don't get to say no to that. I haven't seen his latest special. I've heard no, good things. I thought you had seen it. I haven't seen it either, but I've heard really good things. What's it called uh, again? Maybe I ha- Maybe I did see because I think I might have downloaded. The reason why I'm thinking I haven't seen it because you have to pay for it if you go to his webpage. Uh, well, the one he just won for was called Sincerely. 
And it was his first stand-up special since the allegations. And it's not on Netflix. It's not on Apple. It's not yeah. on anything. He has a web page, and you have to go pay for it to, to, to get it. I'll actually have to go see if I did download that and watch it. Maybe I'll do that on the weekend. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are upset because he's not that far removed from his Me Too situation. So we'll give you a bit of a background on that. Louis C.K. has a, I guess it would be called a kink. Yeah. Or had a kink. He's probably not doing this anymore. Well, probably the- like how we ruined Jimmy's kink. Yes. Um, which was to get dressed up like a baby and, and cradled. Um, <laughs> and fed a bottle. <laughs> Uh, but how we ruined Jimmy's kick. He says he can't, you know, do his thing to that thing anymore. Yeah. I wonder if that was ruined for Louis. Uh, it was to in front of people. So he would ask girls. Yeah, there was multiple women that. Yeah, that you. Know, hey, listen, are you okay if I do this in front of you? The problem was a lot of times he was in a power of, you know, he's a famous comedian. They're up and comers. You know, the pressure of, like, if I say no, is this guy going to derail my career? That sort of thing is what they were... That's when he started to get into trouble. Because I guess he was doing this for years. But then when he got to a point where he had this level of control, right, yeah. in the entertainment industry, it, it, it became an... And, and he let's be clear, it's always an issue. He hasn't denied it. <laughs> he he admitted it. He apologized. He said, the power I had over these women is what that they admired me, and I wielded that power irresponsibly. Yes. Uh, the headline I saw that people were, were turning heads, it was from The Hollywood Reporter. Louis C.K. wins Grammy for first special since sexual misconduct allegations. Somebody was like, that's a very specific category in the Grammys. (laughs) (laughs) First special since sexual misconduct allegations. Very specific category. We almost could have an award for that, though. Uh, How do you feel about it? Do you feel like the Grammys, this was a misstep and they shouldn't have? I don't know. I don't know. Like, Yeah. He admitted he was wrong, and he used his, and he's he's kind of paying correct for it. it, and he's corrected himself. Like he's not he's not getting any like there's no TV gigs, there's no movies, there's no no like you said even for his special you have to go on his website and pay for it. Yeah, like Netflix yeah. is avoided, and he is funny. You can be upset at him for for doing what he did, which is fair. Yeah, but you can't take away the fact that he's quite entertaining right yeah yeah he is hilarious i mean i I guess it's tough because it's hard to know what to say right (laughs) because until he dies i think we need to persecute bill cosby oh yeah yeah this is a different bill cosby is a different conversation than louis ck right yeah like the louis ck thing is atrocious yeah what he was doing but it it, wasn't right but it's like if you put it on a scale, the Bill Co- like on the Bill Cosby scale, he's not even close to Bill. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's hard to make. But you're dr- like Bill drugged and 
raped these raped wo- yeah. these women. Yeah. Whereas I can't believe he's not in jail. Like it, that that blows my mind. He's and, doing a tour pretty soon. Well, and the funny thing about not funny the the disgusting thing about that is there will be some assholes that buy tickets. Oh that. yeah, definitely. Right, like yeah. he'll go out and tour, and he'll actually he'll pack a theater. He'll put people in. He'll put yeah. bums in seats, which is disgusting. Right. Yeah. So. I, I was sort of thinking about that. Like, why am I at that point with Bill Cosby, but I'm not there with Louis C.K.? Why am I okay that the Grammys gave him an award? Yeah. Like I said, I don't even, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I got to go see if I've watched that special. Somebody now, was telling me about it. I can't. I thought it was you. But I, th- I think I might now that now I'm remembering. I, I think I might have illegally it. downloaded yeah. it, which I don't feel guilty for. No, see, I'll I'll go watch it on my Fire Stick. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Over the years, I have found it very helpful to have a lawyer. Hello, Stephaner. This is my lawyer. How you doing, my friend? Good, boss. How's it going? It's been a long time. We, we have not needed too much legal assistance. <laughs> That's probably because we've only locked in our homes for the last two years. True. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, doesn't mean that you and I shouldn't be getting together for beers soon, but uh, that's another conversation. I'll catch you up yeah. to what's happening. Okay, but, but just, okay just, just so you know, i got my Arkham student, Ev, here with me. Okay. Just so you know. So All right. Don't scare him too. This is a perfect teaching moment for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. So, you know me. Um, you know Grant, and you know James P. White. James P. White is the little person on the show. He's a big Star Wars fan. And in the last six months or so, he has started a podcast. He's a huge Star Wars fan. So it started with The Mandalorian. He started breaking down episodes of The Mandalorian after they were done, and then that worked its way into Boba Fett. And now he's in the let me, middle. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me just cut you off there for one second. Has this guy considered getting a girlfriend? Well, well, that's that's a, that's a totally different conversation. Yeah. Okay. That, okay. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> You're. Let's just say you're on to something. Okay. okay. James P. White has um, gotten himself into hot water with Disney, and okay. we're wondering if we're in trouble here. So the name of the podcast is the Jedi Jimmy Podcast, and we put together this logo and we released it on a T-shirt. And it got flagged immediately, and we're worried that Disney is coming after us. Why do you guys always do this crazy shit? (laughs) Why didn't you send me? Why didn't you send me a picture, an image of the of the the shirt? We didn't think. We didn't think that the. 40 people that watch this podcast it were going yeah that it was going to get us into trouble. Okay. So did you get like a cease and desist letter from Disney? No, we just got flagged, but now we're worried that the Gestapo is going to show up at his den of sadness and I don't know, drag can, him off into the night or something. We're not sure what they do. We're told it's because I use the word Jedi. I would expect this is well, as always it's from the cuff because you, you guys always call those Bizarre scenarios. Uh, I would expect the word Jedi probably is wordmarked. Oh, uh, trade. I, I would expect it is. What if we what, what, spell what, what, it differently? Space Knight. <laughs> there you go. Space Knight's cool. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess if you spell if you spelled it differently, and the like, I'll go into legal beagle mode here. The 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 test for whether or not you're infringing someone's trademark or someone's public persona is whether or not it causes confusion in the marketplace. So that's that's the test to it. So if if you had uh, you open up a store called McDonald's and you sold tractors, you'd probably be okay. But if you open up like another McDonald's and sell on hamburgers, you have a price suit out of you, right? They're like, we don't want people thinking that you're affiliated with Disney or Lucas or anything because you're going Jedi Jimmy podcast. All they have to do is watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that, that's correct. Uh, that's exactly exactly what they would what they would say. So you should turn it into a cooking you know, show. But sometimes the advice I give to clients is like, well, just wait to see if he gets sued. If they don't do anything about it, then just keep on doing it. Disney is pretty pretty strong armed when it comes to taking legal action to stop people. So if they're gonna if they have a mind to do something about it, they'll do it. What happens um, first usually? So we got flagged for the merch, selling the merch with with an image uh, that they're that they are concerned about and the name. So what comes? Oh, you're adding. You, you, hang on. Oh Jesus! Don't ever do a police interview by yourself, Locke. Okay, because you're Write adding down, layers to this. You're, you're adding layers to this that you didn't mention. So you're you're actually selling merchandise. Yeah, we were trying to, and then the merchandise company kind of flagged it before we got trouble. Yeah, well, I think they He's hearing him aggressively yeah. dig his own grave. Yeah, that that, that definitely is. Uh, they definitely will respond to the, the. They might let it go if there wasn't any money being made, but if money's being made and you're profiteering off of uh, their intellectual property, you guys are. So yeah, that's so not, that's not good. So that's the podcast good. itself, which I have ten listeners. <laughs> okay. One in Pakistan. Yeah, the, the, the podcast I would expect can continue. Okay. Uh, I would suggest you 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 don't sell merch. The, the first step would be a cease and desist, and, and they would want an accounting of what was sold. You're screwed, Jimmy. It's a good thing I haven't sold anything. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. That's the story you should go with. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Well, listen. You're always very helpful. And now that we're allowed out and about again, you might be hearing from us more. Yeah. Good. Thanks, Steph. Okay. Bye. Talk to you. S- thank your student for us too. Okay. All right. Take care, Take care now. Bye. There we go. Locke's lawyer helping us out with our legal troubles with Disney. Now we know. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. The city of Edmonton has announced plans to put money into funding which will effectively end homelessness. Uh, This is after a report that during the pandemic, the homeless population doubled. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm reading this wrong. There is a report that the homeless population doubled in Edmonton, but the follow-up story is that the city has released three proposed designs for a pedestrian bridge to go over 100th Street connecting to the funicular. The price tag on the new bridge is unknown at this point, but you could probably assume it's something like blah, 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 hundreds of millions and blah, 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 three years delayed. Listen, I'm not the guy that's like, we should only spend money fixing potholes. We shouldn't have anything nice in this city. I believe the city should do things to make it a nice place to live. You know, spend money on the River Valley, build better public transit. It's crazy that there's no train going to the airport. But the timing of this, coming out of a pandemic, knock on wood... To spend money to build a pedestrian bridge to oh. connect to the funicular. Yeah. Couldn't they spend that money making the waiting pool in front of City Hall another inch shallower? Right? Yeah. Hopefully they at least uh, make this bridge low enough that trucks will get stuck under it. It's 
kind of an Edmonton tradition. The Grant Report is brought to you by our new merchandise page. Yes. Want a glory hole shirt or a second best summer ever hat? Hit the link on any of our social media and our beer bellies will thank you. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So they are recommending... Well, hold on. Let's make sure that this is clear. Canada's Vaccine Advisory Board. Did you know that we had a vaccine advisory board? I did, yeah. Um, We have one, and it's recommending a fourth COVID-19 shot, but for people that are a little bit older. Yeah, BC just announced that they are giving out a fourth dose to people that are over 70. Yeah. Uh, So seniors. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, the fourth one. I'm not surprised. No. I know people like to be like, oh, how many shots are you going to get? Like, clowns. It's like, I mean, it's pretty common yeah. to get boosters and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. The one thing. You've that- got a bunch in you. <laughs> I don't have a you bunch. you got like four AstraZeneca's. <laughs> a couple Pfizer. I don't. I don't. want a Moderna. Listen, the thing that I've been sort of curious about is the separation in time. Yeah. And, and that's what I noticed in this. They were saying that if you're going to get that next shot, that booster, you should wait at least six months. That's kind of the. Typical, right? Yeah. I think we waited that long. Wasn't I, it that long in between each dose? Maybe it wasn't six months. It might not have been, but I think I think that's going to be the, the norm moving forward, right? Mm. And I think there also needs to start being a conversation about if you got it, what kind of uh, what kind of impact did that have to your immunity? Yeah. And does does that kind of count as like a booster shot? Because originally they were like, it's the best immunity. And then they were like, well, actually, no, it's not. And then there's different variants. So yeah. if they get this variant, does it protect whatever? Because um, I think I didn't have any side effects you, for my third. I got a booster. Because you and I were talking about that this morning. When do I get my booster since I had the vid in uh, January. January? And then I said you should wait at least three months. And now maybe you should wait a little bit longer. If, if, because you've only had the two, right? Yeah. I had, my first one was in April. My second one was in June. When the ED wears off, maybe. Yeah. You should get through the long COVID ED thing before. I don't have ED. Um, before you get that next one there, little buddy. Listen, we're here for you, though. Oh, yeah. Most men suffer in silence. <laughs> Instead, I suffer on the damn radio. <laughs> He's admitting it now. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> At least you got full movement in your wrist again. Maybe you might be able to actually do some house cleaning. <laughs> something, some I stuff got, done around the house. Some extra I time. I just choose not to. <laughs> but yes, they are a lot of places. In the States, they're recommending it for people 50 and up Okay, as well. Yeah, but yeah. that's the first time I've seen like uh, you know something in right... Well, I've seen different things, but where I've seen, like, listen... If you've had a booster, wait six months, yeah, um, and then get your next one. If you're if you're on your third and you're gonna get your fourth and you're older or grandpa's older, let him wait six months before what, he gets the fourth one. What what I saw, what they said was, what's starting to emerge is that you know the the booster shots, the COVID shots, are gonna be similar to a flu shot. You know they're always changing it, seasonal. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Are you going to start getting your flu shot now, too, Luck? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need my flu shot. <laughs> no? No. 
picture of health. We don't need to get into that because when I start talking about the flu shot, I sound a little like an anti-vaxxer. And now another episode of Locker Room TV. So what exactly are we watching here, Jimmy? So it's highlights from Saturday's uh, Monster Pro Wrestling. Okay. This is part of our intro. So it's me and it's... uh, uh, wacky Will's in the back that's gibbled. Uh, wacky Will, Whipper Wally can walk now. <laughs> and then the crazy cuddle of chaos. Um, and so then funny. that's, uh, uh, I can't. You don't know his name? I'm blanking. Uh, you know, it's He's a, only in your the, wrestling yeah. crew. Aren't you the head of the, the crazy carnival of chaos? Yes, I am. I'm just blanking You're the right leader. now. Okay, Zany Zeus. Hor- horrible leader. Looney Carl. Hillbilly Harry. <laughs> I can't even. Th- you guys are messing me up even more. All right. Well, we'll watch it. This well, is see. From- Maybe they'll say it. Maybe Should I introduce a new car- new guy today in this episode. Oh, there's too. someone new in the crew. Because- he ran Delilah out of town. Yeah. Took over. <laughs> she quit wrestling altogether because you joined. <laughs> It's probably not too far from the truth. <laughs> I am out. She did one match with me, and then she that needed was, stress leave. That was it. All right. Oh, this is so funny. Oh, Jerry the Jester. This is hilarious. Where do you guys do this? At the Alberta Avenue Community Center. In the Thunderdome. Alberta Avenue. Place is packed. I am introducing you to a brand new member. Oh, that's, hold on. That's the skit. Oh, this is the skit that you so, practiced. Flying or wacky. Whip, whipper Wally. Whippy broke brawler. his leg. But, but it wasn't, it wasn't in practice. Jimmy, he was annoying Jimmy, so Jimmy broke his leg. Oh. That's what this okay. was. Yeah, that's that was the whole part. And then- it's Army Chris. <laughs> He's going to the top rope. Uh, oh, just the middle rope. Oh, there's oh, no. oh, there's one guy hopping out with crutches. Here comes oh, Hillbilly Harry. Jimmy. Hillbilly Harry's got you. No help. No, that's that's prankster Petey. Uh, Why is he wearing... uh, Got Hillbilly's protectors. (laughs) See, he's Hillbilly. Hillbilly Harry. He's only called Hillbilly because the drunk army Christmas. Oh, that's fantastic. So good times. So the next one's this the first Saturday it's, in May. No, it's actually not Saturday this uh, this time. It's the Friday. Okay. Because oh. it's May the sixth, Revenge of the Sixth. So it's our Star Wars themed uh Okay. And event. let me guess. You're gonna have a lightsaber war with somebody. Uh yeah, there's some guy that's horrible at using a lightsaber. I'm gonna have to tool him. Don't miss it, people. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I keep an eye out for stuff like this, like, because quite often they do updates on your phones and then 
you never know about it until somebody tells you about it, right? Like yeah. You're hanging out with Grant Johnson at a party, and he goes, hey, you know what? I can do this cool thing with my phone. Have you seen this? This is on the new update. So um, I I saw this article, and I read it, and the one thing that jumped out at me, it was 10 useful iPhone and Android tricks. And this, There's so much more your phone can do that we, I know. we don't do, hey? Well, yeah, exactly. Like... It, it, they're so incredible now, and they keep coming up with ideas. The, the, this one, though, is interesting because we live in a world right now where nobody has a printer. No. And no one has, uh, like, access to a fax machine or, like, you can't get documents to people, and it happens to us all the time. Um, they have signed documents the quick way on your iPhone, I always do. I always screw this up when I start telling people how to do this. But if you, on the newer updates on your iPhone, when you download the PDF, there's a pen icon. Have you seen this? Um, yes, I have. Okay, it's there's a pen icon on the top right hand corner, and you can use that to pull down to the box you need to sign, and then you do a little, a little yep. quick little Grant Johnson signature, then you save it. And then you can email it back. You can save the PDF on your phone, and then you can fire the document back. You don't have to print it off, sign it, scan it, right? And then put it you know, back in. Yeah, yeah which is annoying. just a raging pain in the it's ass. It's always my first question when somebody's like, "Can you sign this and send it back?" I'm like, "Can I do it online?" Because a lot of times they just have like they'll send you something you can digitally sign, but when they don't, and you have to print it off and sign it. Yeah. yeah. So I it's did annoying. not know that your phone could do that. Mm. We've still been I like listen, I you have to wait till I get home cuz I got a desktop and I got a I'm printer like, in my wife's you office. You got to wait till I go to work cuz that's my only printer. Yeah. I don't have a printer at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the reason we have a printer at home is cuz my wife works at home. Yeah, that's the we only reason. We probably wouldn't, right? Yeah. Cuz I don't want to spend $85 for the ink which dries up. Which dries up every <laughs> two months, right? Anyway, the um, one trick on there that I was I'm actually really interested in. Did you know you could pin your favorite conversations? No. So, like, look at we got Hotel California. That's like our group chat. So you open your messages, hold down on it, hit pin, and then it just moves to the top. So you can just click the picture and no open it up. Way. And you don't have to search for all your messages to find it. No way. Wow, I did not know that. Can you pin more than one? Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can pin a few. I'm doing that right now. I'm going to pin TLR, the locker room challenge. Yeah, no, this is uh, great radio. Hey, this is valuable stuff, Jimmy. Look at that. Check it out. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Now it's just always there. You don't have to, like, search through. And, yeah. I'm going to show all my friends. <laughs> and now, Nerd News with James P. White, the first. Do -do -do -do. So when did it come out? Morbius last week? Uh, a week or two ago, week yeah. two ago, okay. It's not doing very well, which is surprising because uh, Jared Leto, he, he's quite an actor. He is a good actor. I saw and like he's been in a lot of stuff. Like he, he was in, he was Joker in Suicide Squad. But he wasn't a very good Joker. Like he's if you put saying, him up there with the Jokers, he yeah, would be pretty but, low on the but totem he, pole. He, he was really? saying that they cut a lot of his stuff yeah. out. He was disappointed. Maybe there was a reason. Well, and they were going to give him another shot. Like, mm -hmm. they were going to give him another attempt at, at, at doing the Joker. 
Yeah, he's he's an interesting character. That's for sure. So, he was in that uh, Dallas Buyers Club, and yeah. he was really good in that. Thirty Seconds to Mars. He's pretty good at music. Right? That's his movie or his band. Yeah, his band. Um, he was once the hottest man in the world. Was um, he? Jared Leto. Yeah. Okay. All right. But he, he's a method actor. It's his eyes. <laughs> and sometimes those method actors take it too far. Right, yeah. like they're just to the point where it ruins a movie because everyone's angry at them, and then yeah, and, and then so the this, set's not right, and you need a you need, you need everybody behind the scenes yeah. to be on board too, right, to make something work. But it's it's getting torn up in the press. So the Morbius movie, from what I've read, is the plot is he's like a scientist who's dying of a rare disease I and he's he disabled. Spider-Man. I he's in he the Spider-Verse. No, he's part of the Spider-Verse. He's Grant is kind of correct in the fact that he said that he was like an anti-hero. That's what they were what it was it as. Is, is because he was trying to cure his disease and became a vampire. Yeah. Oh, so he, he would... He so the plot is he is a scientist, he's disabled... He takes this what's serum. what's the connection just with... Wait, just wait, let me... He takes the serum. It starts to heal him, but then it gives him his his vampire powers. And so then he's like a villain in the Spider-Man world. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not a bad guy, but he does bad things. It's kind of a... Okay. And then Spider-Man and tries... And so like, the big story coming out of Morbius, though, is that the movie's horrible. Jared Leto, Leto made everyone mad because when he was playing the disabled actor, he was method acting and he would uh-huh. be disabled on set. So he was walking around the set, like when they're not filming on crutches, making people push him around in a wheelchair. <laughs> Even when he went to the bathroom, he'd have someone take him to the bathroom and like help him out. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, too far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous. So, yeah. what's the Rotten Tomatoes score? Sixteen uh, percent from the critics. What's the Batman Rotten Tomatoes score? Can you look that up quickly? Because I still haven't gone to Batman. Oh, you need to see Batman. Yeah. You too, Jimmy. You gotta go see Batman. I can't believe you haven't seen Batman yet. Um, I haven't been to a theater since all this stuff started. Eighty-five percent. Oscar theaters are relatively safe place to go. I mean, I, if you're going I went, with bars well, like, once or twice. In, yeah, yeah, you're in your own seat, sitting down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty-five percent. But even screens. But even even bef- some of them. Even before like uh, yeah. this stuff happened, I didn't go to the theaters much. Yeah, but I mean, you do go to the bigger movies, and this is a bigger movie. So no, we should go. Yes. We should go. We'll hang out together this weekend. Oh, uh, no. Saturday, matinee. <laughs> Our favorite days, Wednesdays, we get to hang out with Bag Milk for mm-hmm. a quick chat about Oilers hockey. And we're coming off uh, a couple of wins on the road, Bag Milk. Five straight wins for the boys. You got to love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last night, from what I could tell, because I did not stay up and watch the full game, but um, it, it, it felt like a slower start to the San Jose matchup. Yeah, that was uh, last night's win was kind of the Steve Miller band. You take the money and run on that <laughs> one a little bit. It yeah. was uh, a slow start. The Oilers couldn't get much going. This The Sharks, though, they play that terrible start trap style of hockey where mm-hmm. they just clog up the neutral zone and you can't get anything done so 
A little bit of a slow start. It was boring. It wasn't looking great either in the third period. The others were down by a goal. They only had one shot on net through the first half of the period. And then my boy comes up with a shorty. Nuge, and then he ties it up, sends yeah. it to overtime. And then old man Smith with the perfect draw weight on his <laughs> curling pass. And then... We're talking about two points instead of a loss. That was a big win. And he had a good game, Mike Smith. Yeah. Mike Smith played really well. He kept and him in you it. know what? He really, really did. And if for the I find like a lot of people, they like to take shots at him when he's bad, which has been a lot this year, but they can't do the reverse when he's been really good. So last night, 32, uh, 31 saves and a 969. Nice save percentage. And you just got to give the guy credit. Plus the pass to McDavid in overtime. Hell of a performance by Smith. Yeah, Grandpa Smith, uh, first star last night. The thing for me watching the, the highlights is, um, are we concerned about the, the right leg? I am concerned about the right leg, yes, because the last time he shook that off, he was out for three months. So, uh, yeah, I am. You got to give the guy credit because he always battles. He never wants to come out of the net. But at the same point, he's, uh, you know, he's of a certain vintage at this stage. It was his third straight game, too, right? What's third it? straight game. Too, yeah, so. third straight start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, Miko, was, uh, Miko was sick the other night. Now, Dry Sidle, speaking of leg injuries, we don't have any updates on, on, on him, and that was the first game he's missed in like 300-plus or something. Yeah, that was a rough one. So he went to hit Trevor Zegras against Anaheim the other day, banged his knee against the boards or Charlie mm-hmm. Horace or something like that. I thought he was going to play last night because he was – uh, he was skating during the morning skate, looked okay, but obviously they decided to give him a night off. And man, the Oilers miss him. You can you can really tell when the big man's not down the middle. Yeah, they had um, like Nuge scored last night, right? Um, yep. And Puliyarvi had a lot of chances. He uh, he's getting in the right spot, just not putting it in. Yeah, Puliyarvi, like he had a. I thought he had a good game last night, but he just couldn't convert. It was like I was. My joke on Twitter was that he wasn't wearing his contacts or something because he had a couple go right through his legs and he whiffed on them. So he's getting his chances, but I think he just needs a little bit of confidence. Maybe he needs a greasy goal or something to bounce in off him or something like that. I know he scored against Anaheim, but he just needs a little bit of confidence back so that when he gets those chances from McDavid in the slot, he's just hammering them. I'll yeah. get you to help me out, Bag Milk. I've got some, uh, or, uh, not Oiler fans, i got some Leaf fans that are starting to get a little bit vocal about the Austin Matthews performances as of late. <laughs> and there's um, some conversations like, might be the best player in the league. And so I put up a Twitter <laughs> poll. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I put up a Twitter poll, at Lachlan Cross, go give me a vote. Um, we got We got the best player in the league in Edmonton and yes anyway we'll leave it's it funny that. to me because for a long time for the first few years it was Matthews versus McDavid Matthews versus McDavid well that argument's kind of gone the wayside because nobody's as good as Connor McDavid mm-hmm. so now it's like well maybe Matthews is better than Drysaddle what do you think about that so it's just <laughs> no. it's it's funny to me he's having a hell of a year there's no doubt about it Austin Matthews pumps goals in there is no doubt about it but at the same point like, let's pump the brakes here, Toronto. Like, the yeah. coverage has been, has been complete madness. You would think he was the only player in the history of the league to score 50 goals or something. It's just, it's wild to watch. Do you think he'll win the heart? I don't even think he's the best player on his team. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody, a Leaf fan, commented on the poll that I put up on my Twitter, and it was something to the effect, well, we'll give you Connor, but... Austin Matthews is a better leader. And I'm like, what? where's that coming from? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like based on what? Like, yeah, based on what? The, the mustache? Like, no. 
No. Yeah, and that mustache is problematic in my opinion. So <laughs> I don't know if that counts as a pro or a con against him. <laughs> All right. So tomorrow night's game, we'll do a quick preview of that, and then we'll sign off with you. We get the Kings. Obviously, we're in a race right now for that second spot with Los Angeles. So the fact that we're mm-hmm. playing them tomorrow night, we need to get those two points. Uh, a regulation win. Man, this down the stretch is getting insanely stressful for me because right now the Oilers have played. It is fun, but the Oilers have played 71 games. They're at 87 points. The Kings have played 72 games. They're at 86. So they tomorrow's a massive game. They need that win. Mm-hmm. And if they can win, they get themselves even closer to Calgary. Hey, all of a sudden Calgary was running away with the division, and now they're only four points up on the Oilers. Let's see what happens here. There's still some room to move. There's not a lot, but there's a little. So now the Oilers have to pick up some wins they need to put more distance between themselves in la and in vegas because this is getting real tight down the stretch it's exciting but man is it stressful so huge game tomorrow the oilers have beat la the last two times so we need a third one here so far in the woodcroft era they're perfect against his mentor todd mcclellan and i'd like to see a third round go to woodcroft yeah well um and the kings and the knights aren't going away like they're 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 yeah. sort of still creepy, you know, in in that. So the Oilers can't let their foot off the gas. How many games left Cannot. do we have? It's nine or ten. We've got uh, so there's seventy one. So there's eleven games. Eleven left, eleven games left. Is, okay. Yeah, yeah there's tight. there's some time, but not a whole lot of time. Yeah. And like you said, Vegas just won't go away. Vegas won five in a row. I thought they were falling off because they had injury issues going before. They seem to turn it around. It's annoying. L A. I don't even understand how they're doing it. They barely score any goals, but yeah. I guess that's what's. I guess the Kings are. Save you yeah, it's frustrating to watch that. Yeah, because Very they they're hanging in there. All right, Beck I'll Mill. tell you one thing: if the Oilers play like they did last night against the Kings tomorrow, we are not talking about a six straight win. So the boys have to pull it together. Yeah, you're right. And hopefully, Drysaddle can shake off whatever the hell's going on there. Yeah, I thought it was a Charlie horse. Is what I thought. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, so, so I gotta imagine that leg's pretty stiff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there he is Oilers Nation. Bag milk. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, boys. Cruise FM. And we got Pam Kirby on with us. Pam is our new evening host. She's been with us a couple of weeks now. Just listening to the uh, the big show last night, Pam. And <laughs> I heard you say something about Star Wars because we decorated the control room for Jimmy's Facebook birthday. Yeah. Happy uh, 4-8, Jimmy. I'm still, it still wasn't my birthday and I'm not 48. So anyway, um, we bought a bunch of Star Wars related like decorations and things like that. So she's pointing out that the room is is all decorated, la da 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 da. And then she drops, and I've never seen Star Wars ever. None of them? I know who Yoda is. I'm familiar. What is there, like a Viking death march or something? Yeah. Is that a thing? That's it. And then Princess Leia and there's lightsabers. That's all I know. Sabers? Sabers. I don't Uh, know. uh, Sabers. (laughs) Never. Saber. Never once. You didn't even accidentally watch a Star Wars movie. I've seen, like, snippets, because they don't, like, live under a rock, but I've never, like, sat down and been like, all right, I'm in, and I'm doing this for a couple hours and watching them all. No. Yeah. No. It's more than a couple hours. It's more than a couple of hours. (laughs) A couple days. Probably be a weekend. There's 11 movies and, like... Well, what do you do on Saturday? (laughs) Jimmy's free. (laughs) Head over to the Den of Sadness. Can you imagine how painful that would be? Like... (laughs) 
show up. Play-by-play. Yeah, yeah, bring breakfast. <laughs> He's dancing around with his lightsaber. I'm here, Jimmy. <laughs> when we were locked down, uh, uh, not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before, I watched all the movies and all the series over that week. Are you into any uh, sci-fi stuff? Yeah, Pam? is that what it is? Are you a Trekkie? Uh, no, like it's just not my deal. Hmm. I don't, I don't like like time pieces. I'm not a huge fan of Game of Thrones either. Oh wow. Oh, okay. Well, what that. do you, what do you watch? Um, I will watch. Like I don't know, like out, right? Better Call Saul. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad. I would get into that. Um, okay. Euphoria. I watched. I feel like it's more like more modern real. day yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that I admit. Michaela's yeah. always like, let's let's watch a movie tonight. Nothing with swords. That's always her <laughs> one stipulation. <laughs> we can't watch anything with swords. That's exactly what I'm going to say from now on. <laughs> so my daughters, I was a big Star Wars fan and Lord of the Rings when I was growing up. And then I had girls, right? And um, it's my fault. But I, I tried to get them into Star Wars, and they wouldn't have any. I still don't think they've watched any of them. Hmm. But then they got into, what? what's the... Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. And I'm like, even, how can you buy into Harry Potter and not Star Wars Wizards or Lord of the are Rings? Unbelievable. Even Monkey Bird? Because she's in film. How has she not seen uh, Star Wars? She only watches Hallmark movies. Yeah, she's she's going to be like what she'll end up doing in her TV career, movie career. She'll end up working on like a reality show is what my daughter will end up on, like The Bachelor. Do you watch those, Pam? Um, guilty. Yeah, so does Locke. Don't worry about it. I don't watch those. They just happen to be on TV. You, you all know the time. everything that's going on with those. Okay, but here, but Pam, here's 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 my. <laughs> thing for you. So I'm actually because I'm taking a break from my lightsaber combat uh, podcast for this week because I'm working on He's Form 5. Single, if you were wondering. <laughs> so okay. I'm actually going to be doing a podcast just for you. Star Wars for dummies. So I'm going to oh. give you a complete overview of what happens. Set from, you up on a program. Yes. Uh, from <laughs> episode one all the way up to episode uh Eleven. Okay, I'll explain. So, He's gonna right. give a podcast on a breakdown on how to watch all these movies. If you, so if, you're telling me that I never ever have to watch them, I can just listen to the podcast and I'll know everything that's going on. So I you'll, can be a you'll get a, a, an overview and <laughs> how to watch them. No, it's about how to watch him. You I still th- have to watch. Oh. You still, which, okay. yeah. Yeah, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't think Pam's going to all of a sudden turn a corner here. Listen, can we Star dream Wars up a, it might inspire her. Can we dream up a scenario here for Jimmy? Would you sure. rather, Jimmy, meet a girl? Let's say you meet a girl on Tinder or whatever. Mm-hmm. A girl who has never seen Star Wars or, or a girl who's a huge Star Wars nerd. Would you rather be able Ooh. to show her the world of Star Wars or be able to argue with her about Star Wars? That's a good question, Jimmy. I oh, <laughs> what about Steve on Grinder? Was he a Star Wars fan? All right, all right. On that note, uh, all right, Pam. You know you're going to hear more about this. What time is your show this. tonight, Pam? Yeah. Oh, I know this is never going to end. I would say the most sci-fi thing I've watched is Ghostbusters. I'm all about that. Ah, that's pretty good. There you go. What time's the show? Seven? No, she's on at six. 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 I should yeah. know that. All right, Pam. We'll be calling in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. 
You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.